Hi everybody, welcome to episode 27 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, I again ask the question, what is the exposure triangle? I'm your host Rick and each week I'll try to explain one photographic thing per episode to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the relevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help us with our photography and no more. What is the exposure triangle? Okay, I covered this in episode 4 and I didn't do a very good job. So I've worked quite hard on this one. I've written something down. This is take four, because on takes one, two and three, there were things that were not right or were not clear or that I was not happy with, because this is important. It's a bit complicated. It's rather boring, but it's important. So let's start with what is the exposure triangle? This is my answer. The exposure triangle is the combination of the camera shutter speed, aperture setting and ISO. Now, the camera shutter speed and the aperture setting control the amount of light that reaches the camera sensor when you take a photograph. The ISO controls the sensitivity of the camera sensor to light. When applied correctly, these settings will enable a correct exposure to be achieved. The exposure triangle can be used creatively to take correctly exposed photos with different aperture, shutter and ISO settings. The exposure triangle is also used to take photographs in challenging light conditions and also for creative image capture. Now the bit I was getting stuck on was defining the exposure triangle which looking at my notes is still wrong but I managed to correct myself there so I did stutter a bit so I'm going to come back to that. So the exposure triangle is a combination of camera, shutter speed and aperture and ISO. I'll say that again in English. The three elements of the exposure triangle are shutter speed, aperture setting, ISO. The shutter speed and aperture control the amount of light that gets through to the camera sensor. The ISO controls the sensitivity of the camera sensor to light. Okay, that's it. I'm sort of happy with that. I don't mind making small mistakes. It proves I'm human and I'm not reading this entirely from a script. I do have prompts in front of me and you'll see why in a minute. So that's the easy bit out of the way. And this is why in previous episodes I explained aperture, shutter and ISO individually. So let's remind ourselves of the aperture scale. This is the aperture scale. These are all Fs. It's F1.4, F2, F2.8, F4, F5.6, F8, F11, F16, F22. Each step on the scale is one stop. A stop is a doubling or halving of light. Now for the shutter speed range, I'm not going to say second every time. One, half, quarter, eighth, sixteenth, thirtieth, sixtieth, hundred twenty-fifth, two fiftieth, five hundredth, one thousandth. Each step is one stop. A stop is a doubling or halving of light. Finally, this is the ISO scale. 100, 200, 400, 800, 1600, 3200, 6400, 12800, 25600. Again, each step is one stop. A stop is a doubling or halving of light. So what does this all mean? There must be a better way, surely. There must be a better way, because I've really struggled to explain this, so I'm now going to try again, and then I'm going to wrap up and don't want to get too deep into this one. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Let's keep it simple. If you're using the following camera settings, shutter speed, 1 250th of second, aperture, F8, ISO 200. If your camera's saying that that is the correct exposure, if you change the shutter speed to 1 125th of a second, you are doubling the amount of time the shutter is open. I said exposed, but opens better. That's doubling the amount of light reaching the sensor. 
and that will result in an image which is overexposed by one stop, as in too bright because too much light has got in. Now then, if we go from 1 250th of a second to 1 1 500th of a second, that's half the time the shutter is exposed, which is half the light resulting in an image underexposed by one stop, which is dark. Go back to those settings, 1 250th of a second, f8, ISO 200. If we change the aperture from f8 to f5.6, we are doubling the amount of light let in, overexposes the image by one stop. If we go from f8 to f11, we half the amount of light and the image is underexposed by one stop. Go back to the beginning, 1 250th of a second, f8, ISO 200. If we change the ISO from 200 to 400, we double the sensitivity of the sensor, resulting in an image which is overexposed by one stop. If we change the ISO from 200 to 100, we're halving the sensitivity of the image sensor, underexposing the image by one stop. Right, that's it. In a nutshell, so you change one of these things, and it overexposes or underexposes against what the camera is telling you is the correct exposure. You can change two things. You can increase the shutter speed, which is halving the light, but you can open up the aperture, doubling the light, and you'll get the same exposure. And that's the point of this. You can change two of these things, or all three, which means that you could use the aperture that you want to use for a photo, if you want shallow depth of field, or a lot of depth of field, if you want to use a fast shutter speed or a slow shutter speed, you combine the three settings to give you more creative control. That's the exposure triangle. It's the relationship of the three things. And I'm hoping that now you understand that if you change the shutter speed by one stop, you need to change the aperture by one stop to get the correct exposure. Now, it might be that the exposure that your camera is telling you about isn't actually correct because the camera cannot see as much as our wonderful eyes can. You might take a photo and because of the conditions and the way the light is, your camera overexposes the image. In that case, you would adjust the shutter speed or the aperture ordinarily to reduce the exposure. So you'd go with a faster shutter speed or a smaller aperture to reduce the amount of light getting in to get you to a more correctly exposed shot. With an underexposed image, you'd do the same thing to get more light in. And this is where you're getting into creative photography. So that's why the exposure triangle is important, because the three elements, you're starting off with a correct exposure or an exposure that needs adjusting. You can change the aperture, shutter speed, and normally the ISO. Like you won't change the ISO through choice. You change the ISO through necessity of the other settings, as in if it was dark and you needed a faster shutter speed, you'd push your ISO. Or if you wanted to get creative effects like underexposed or overexposed or shallow depth of field. Understanding the exposure triangle is so important. Well worth spending time on. It's well worth learning because everything that you do going forwards will be influenced by the exposure triangle. I hope this has made sense. You might want to go to my blog post for this episode on my website rickmacavoyphotography.com because I find these things are easier to read than to talk about. This has been really difficult to explain in words. I've written it down and it's fine. Yeah, check out my website. You can also ask me a question if you want to. I'm now really going out of my sequence, Anna. Yeah, check out my website, rinkmacavoyphotography.com. I can't even say my name now. You can read about this episode. There should be a transcript on there shortly. I've got all my other episodes to date. You can read them there. You can access the player there. You can get in touch. 
you can see the list of things that I'm going to talk about and explain and get in touch and ask me if the thing that you want explaining isn't on there. And when I get around to your question, I will give you a shout out. And if you have a website, I will give you a link to your website from mine, which are gold dust. Okay, thank you for listening and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. This was a tough one. I'm glad I got through it. I think I'm going to find something a bit lighter for the next one. But if you did enjoy it, please leave a nice review and rating wherever you get your podcast from. And please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you could tell one person about my podcast, I'd be really grateful. This episode was brought to you by the power of sheer willpower to get through this subject once and for all. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again for listening and giving me 10 minutes of your valuable time. And I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.